and good morning. A bright start to your mornings with two bright ladies to brighten up your day. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Good morning. Happy Monday. <laughs> You are waking up bright, cheery and smiley. Thanks so much for having us on. Hey, we got some fantastic prizes coming your way on the show this week. Everyone who knows me on 1FM knows one thing about me, which is that I'm a huge fan of Brian Adams. Really? I love the guy. I love the guy. How old is he this year? I know not. What's his favorite color? No, 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 no. I just love his voice. What age did he get married? I just love his voice. No, I don't want to think about who he's married because he didn't marry me. (laughs) Okay? Let's just keep it simple. He's single on stage for me. All right. So we've got tickets, don't we? Yes. Every day this week, you will stand two chances to win a pair of tickets, okay, to catch Brian Adams performing live at the Star Theatre. That's going to happen on the 13th. 13th of March and 1FM. We are proud to be the official radio station. Also, since Women's Day is just around the corner, we've got a beautiful Love is Timeless bouquet of roses worth $130 up for grabs from Far East Flora as well. So hang tight, give you more details in just a bit. What a lovely morning. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Now, today's uh, quote comes from motivational speaker Ralph Marston, and he says this, What you do today can improve all of your tomorrows. Yes, high five. Eh? I love that. Ah. It's so good because sometimes when you don't see immediate outcome or immediate results, right, you think it's not working. Ah. It's so tempting just like, I ran for a run, I'm still the same weight, that kind of thing. I think I'm guilty of that too because I also get thrown off if it's not instant gratification. Yeah. So this is a great reminder. What you do today can improve all your tomorrows. Uh Hopefully that helps you out this morning. Good morning. Prepare yourself. Come on. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Time for some good vibes only. Now, last week we told you about a dog called Watermelon that is a Google Maps landmark (laughs) in Georgia in the US. Yes. Cute big doggy, very chunky. But now, here's a chunky cat that is a tourist attraction in Poland. Ah! Yeah, that I want to tell you about. Its name is Gacik, apparently, and it's put the Polish city of Zerchin on the map. Now, Gacik means long-eared bat in Polish, okay? <laughs> and he rose to fame after he was featured in a YouTube documentary. Gacik actually lives in a sheltered wooden box outside a shop, and he regularly accepts treats from passers-by, although a local and Shelter, not too happy about that. They say, you know, he's getting a little bit big. Just as his fan base is growing, so is his belly. So please stop feeding Gachek. And according to an Instagram account mm. dedicated to this cat, okay. he has been declared the number one tourist attraction in Zachin. <laughs> Can you imagine you could travel around the world uh, just checking out chunky animals? So yeah. now we have a chunky dog, there's a chunky cat. Not very healthy, but I wonder what the next chunky animal will be. Yeah, exactly. But in the meantime, if you're near Poland or in Poland, check out the number one tourist attraction in <laughs> Poland. It is Gacze. It has been given five-star rating on Google Maps, oh. by the way. <laughs> it's my favourite place in the whole wild world. Oh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. This is something that you think only happens maybe in a fairy tale, maybe mm-hmm. in the movies. But there is a marine uh, conservationist. His name is Reiner Schwimms. I hope I said his name right. He was swallowed by a whale. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, yeah, there you go. He lived to tell the tale because uh, he was adjusting his camera while snorkeling off the South African shoreline in February. And suddenly everything went up. Oh, dear. And then he felt like a tight compression. Then he realized where he was. He was sitting in a brider's whale. I hope I said that right. Uh, basically, the whale was actually feeding and it swallowed up the guy by accident. Whale then realized and then like pushed the guy out of his mouth. So mm-hmm. he lived to tell the tale. Oh, my goodness. That is just like a real life Jonah <laughs> from the Bible, right? Isn't that a story, Jonah, who is uh, swallowed by the whale? Oh, gosh. So the whale is not a meat eater. Lucky for him. And don't forget, he was snorkeling. So I I think it only lasted for uh, like a second. If not, he'll run out of air. (gasps) That was a weighty close shave. (laughs) Action! Good morning. Nice to see you. Here we go! The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. So here's a bit of an update of a story we brought to you a couple of days ago. It's about the Kachan Pute seller outside Peace Centre. Oh, yes. Yeah, his name is Mr. Muti, he's 55 years old. And during COVID, because, you know, everyone was working from home, there was very low footfall. Um, he actually had to stop <gasps> operating. That's right. And business was so bad, he Aww. even needed to borrow money from his dad, who's also a retired Kachang Puti seller. His dad had to sell the house in India in order to help Mr. Muti out here in Singapore. Oh, because no. the rent is $600. And when he couldn't sell any of his Kachang Puti, he couldn't afford the rent. And so, therefore, his income was also really low. And so, eventually, Mr. Muti decided to close his stall earlier this month because there was just not enough sales. He wheeled his pushcart home but he gave customers the option to engage his services for parties and weddings and there was a bit of take up for that, okay? And he was also on the lookout for another cost-friendly location to head over to. But good news, Uh um, starting today, Mr. Muti is reopening his Kacang Pute pushcart outside Peace Centre because he said his landlord gave him six months no rent. Oh, bless the man! Yeah! Yeah. So this has alleviated some of his financial burden and allowed him to continue operating his pushcart for the next six months. But after that, he doesn't know what's going to happen with the rent situation. Okay, okay? okay. So if you are working or living around Peace Centre, please go on down and support Mr. Muti with his Kacang Pute pushcart. He's safe to say one of the last few Kacang Pute sellers in Singapore. Yeah, or engage him for a party. I think that's a really great addition to any party. That's right. He's open to that as well. In mm. fact, Lavinia and I are looking to go on town. Yes! <laughs> Buy some Kacang Pute, everyone. So show some love to Mr. Muti. He reopens today outside Peace Center. Woohoo! Get nutty. Good morning, everyone. We ready? The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. You should be telling people whenever they have only one headlight, okay? Don't just keep quiet. Yes! Yeah. It's dangerous. It and is. And also, it's illegal. Yeah. How do you tell them? <laughs> I don't know. Like this, you put your hand out and you go like... And then you close one into a fist and you there go like, only be. one is bright. You bring up a good point. I think road yeah. signaling for things like that. Mm. I feel like flashing my fingers at them, doing the star sign That makes the most hands, sense. I like think the that's twinkle, a universal... Twinkle, little star action. Yeah. That's a universal understanding, right? I don't know. One guy did this. <laughs> like he was twisting something. Like the volume button. Yeah, off. and it was my first time driving a car. And he did this. And I thought like, I, was like, I, I don't know why I put my hands instinctively <laughs> to my chest and I went, oh, stop that. One, two, three. Good morning, boys and girls. Uh, good morning, man. Good morning. Good morning. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Guess who we got in studio right now? Ooh, we have our happiness scientist, Sha En Yo. Welcome back, Sha En. Thank you so much for coming down to the 91.3 studio to talk about burnout. I think it's something that everyone does experience, right, Sha En? Yeah. So, how would you define burnout? What causes it? 
Well, uh, burnout is defined as a state of exhaustion due to prolonged and excessive stress. So we're not just talking about physical exhaustion, we're also talking about emotional exhaustion. Mm. So you know the feeling like, you know, you want to, but then it's like, the moment you think about it, ah, tired already. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, exhaustion is the predominant symptom that we want to look out for. Okay. Mm. Um, how can it affect genders and all age groups? Yeah, I mean, there's such a thing called academic burnout and that is like, you know, when you're behind for an exam or <laughs> trying to <laughs> just constantly doing your work and trying to keep up with all the pressure. So students do feel it too and of course adults as well. I love yeah. that you're bringing that up because as a student, we were never exposed to the concept of burnout. We never, yes. you know, it was just get it done, just do it. Yes, we just call it pressure. But mm. actually, prolonged pressure, like we said, yeah. prolonged stress can lead to burnout. Okay. Exhaustion. So how does burnout affect a person? How long can it last? Um, I guess it depends on how deep you are into it. You know, we have this analogy for burnout. It's like, you know, a frog is in a pot of water. And when the water is normally feeling you, like, you feel all right. And then the water gets warmer and warmer and you don't realise it. And then before you know it, oh, you're like burning hot in that, that pot of water. So if you have been in that water for a long time, you have acclimatised and you don't know, burnout can actually last for quite a while. Mm. So the longer you've been experiencing, I guess it, it takes longer to recover. So there isn't like a fixed time limit, I would say. But from what you say, in a way, it kind of feels like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Mm. Yeah, so does it mean that in a way, a little bit of stress is good for you? Yes, yes. In psychology, we call it you stress. Mm. Positive stress that challenges you, that pushes you a little bit. Those are good things and you don't mind having that kind of stress because you want to grow. But what we're concerned is like distress or excessive chronic stress. And those are things that actually are quite debilitating. Okay. All right, so what's one surprising thing about burnout that most people don't realise? is that it can happen to everyone and you may not even realise it while you're going through it because you look left, look right, everybody seems to be okay. So mm. you think, oh yeah, whatever Especially I'm going Singapore. through. Especially yeah. I think it's all about going the extra mile sometimes and yes. we feel bad when we don't stay behind after work to do the extra stuff. Yeah, so it is like normal to hustle, yeah. normal to be tired. Yeah, in fact, yeah. the word hustle is almost a positive thing yes. mm. or is a positive mm. thing like, like you see driven, on social media. Right? Yeah, exactly. But there's such a thing as being overdriven and then you're off the cliff, you know. So mm. it's important to just be aware that just because someone around you looks okay doesn't mean they're not burnout. Yeah, yeah, true. That's a good point. All right, we'll chat more about how you can spot the signs of burnout in people and in yourself yes. when we come back with Sharon next. How do you spot the signs of burnout in people? Can you spot those signs in yourself? Take, for example, uh, caregiver stress, right? Mm. Caregiver burnout. Is that something? Yeah, absolutely. So there are three main signs of burnout. The first one is exhaustion, as we talked about earlier, but not just physical, but also uh, mental and emotional exhaustion. The second one is a sense of cynicism. You know, it's like the things you do don't seem to matter anymore. That kinds of feelings that start to set in, even though actually you're doing okay, mm. but the feeling that or perception you have towards it is that, you know, and then the third one is inefficacy. The things that you used to do, you can't do as well as before. So, for example, you used to be able to go for a run, you can do your work, and then you go back, you can still catch a movie, and then you go to sleep. Like, all these normal things suddenly feel tiring. Mm. Yeah, you don't seem to feel good about them. Okay. Yes. Uh, one thing we talked about earlier as well was caregiver burnout. Yes. Uh, this is something that's kind of new. I think I kind of observed it in my mom some mm. years ago because she was constantly feeling tired, not motivated actually to want to do things or engage with yeah. activities and social activities especially. Mm. Um, how do we, are those signs a little bit different as well? 
Um, actually, they are the same. It just mm. is just your role function has changed. Yeah. Right. So the burnout occurs because you're doing something that's what you're not used to. Mm. Right. So if you have uh, one of my colleagues wrote this book called The Sudden Caregiver. Yeah. If it's something that happens suddenly, mm. you suddenly have to switch from maybe nine to five doing work to maybe half a day being a caregiver and then the other half and then having to make all those arrangements, all these little shifts leads to exhaustion because so, you have to do things. Exactly. So yeah. that's something I noticed in our parents and maybe if our listeners, our parents generations they, yeah. they helped each other out but now that responsibility is slowly coming to us as well the next yeah, generation the sandwich right yeah looking yeah. after our parents and so it's important that we too look for the signs in ourselves how do we yes. help ourselves as caregivers mm. yes I think yeah. we need to notice especially since exhaustion is the main sign what I do every morning is a check-in how am I on a scale of 1 to 10 mm. and if every morning I'm at a low then I'll ask myself well what is causing this you know, so it really starts with a bit of self-awareness and noticing because we talk about the frog in hot water. Mm. If we notice the signs appearing, then let's not waste time by pushing through and thinking, I'm going to be okay. But maybe it's like, I need a break. Let's call for someone to support me. Yes. So if we get someone to support us, then we take a break, we recharge, and then we come back and we can go back into what we need to mm. do. Yeah. I think that's really important because sometimes we get so wrapped up in it and then yeah. it's just a downward spiral for everyone, right? The caregiver, the person you're caring for. I want to know this though. How does one distinguish if a person is genuinely experiencing burnout or, you know, it's just using it as an excuse, right? <laughs> High possibility of that, right? Especially now we talk about it. Yeah. yeah, I think we want to be able to see the signs over a period of time as with many other mental health concerns. If it just appeared for one day, then we can't conclusively say that they are suffering. But if we see it over a period of time and maybe it's affecting their work quality of our students, their, their normal functioning, like they show up in school and they just do not look the same as they used to, maybe withdrawal or, or not able to hand in their homework and at work, maybe the quality of work has been affected or they used to join us for lunch and now they don't. Mm. So we want to see shifts in their normal behaviour. I also wonder if someone who is a caregiver or suffering from burnout, right? you recognise these signs but you just can't seem to get help. Or you just don't know how to get help. Yeah, a sense what of duty do? also yes, sometimes exactly. binds us. Yeah, because you feel like, you know, and then we talked about uh, kin keeping as well. As women, we are unable to maybe relegate that responsibility or delegate or even want to ask for help. You know, mm. how do we then help this person? Yeah, I think we have to have the mindset that if we don't help ourselves, then whoever we are trying to support in caregiving is also not going to get the help that mm. you need. And so we need to take ourselves out of the equation sometimes and start thinking in terms of resources. What resources are there around us? Physical resources, emotional resources, community resources. And if let's say they've just been discharged from hospital, what are some hospital resources that are present? So uh. we, we look at the array of variety of resources and think which ones can I tap on and activate? And you may not need to use them straight away. But if you have them, then when the time comes, you're like, I know exactly what to do. So be prepared. Yes. Yeah. Then that also gives you a sense of relief that it's not like, oh gosh, I need to make 20,000 difficult decisions all in one day. Mm. But you have already kind of looked it up. And then you like plan ahead and then you're like, okay, I'm going to activate this. Okay, now. that's a fabulous tip. Yeah, it's like, you know, when yeah. someone says like, hey, let me know if you need help. I think that to me already brings me a lot of comfort. Yeah. You know? mm. So yeah, okay, great points there. What is the most important takeaway from what we talked about with burnout? Don't wait until you're the frog in hot water. <laughs> that means detect the signs early, notice it, you know, and, and take a break if you need to conserve your energy, replenish, do what you need to do for yourself instead of waiting. Mm. Um, because, you know, it's the slippery slope. Once you get into it, sometimes it's really takes a long time to, to get out and recover. Yeah. So 
Yeah, very practical tips. Thank you so much, Sha'an, for this very enlightening conversation. In fact, just talking to you makes me feel better yes. as well about burnout, knowing what to do, being prepared, and uh, spotting signs in people, especially in, you know in our immediate family. I think mm. sometimes that's the most difficult conversation. Well, can I just add that I think it's it's like not to feel guilty. Mm, right, yeah. I'm, I'm getting that takeaway from you as well today, Sean. Yeah, you. it can happen to anyone, right? It's okay and to not be not, okay. It's not weakness as well to yeah. go through it. Mm, yeah. Excellent. All right, thank you so much, Sean. Where okay. can people find you if they want to find out more? Yeah, on Instagram and Facebook, on Happiness Scientists. And then on LinkedIn, I'm Sha'an Yum, M-A-P-P. All right, we'll chat yeah. to you again real soon. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia. Yeah, baby. Yeah. On 1FM 91.3. And of course, so happy to announce that Brian Adams heading our way on the 13th of March at the Star Theatre for his So Happy It Hurts tour. And we here at 91.3, we've got your tickets. Yes, two pairs. We've been getting out every day this week. So that's uh, ooh, a lot of pairs mm. of tickets. All you have to do is change up the list lyrics to a very familiar song from Brian Adams. It's this one. So that's a verse from his popular tune, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. I'm super excited. He's not singing that song about you. No, he is. He totally is. I love Brian Adams. Actually, you know, I know Brian Adams, uh-huh. but he just doesn't know me yet. Yet, this will all but he will change feel my very love. soon. All right, you see so, the intensity in my eyes. Uh huh. I love him. Yes, I can mm. tell that. Now, there's a chance for our One FM fans to win tickets to catch his concert live on the 13th of March. All you got to do is change up the lyrics. Uh, here's a bit of an example from Lavinia. Yeah, I'd slice for you. For you, I grind the spice for you. Oh, my favorite part. Yes, last for you. Thank you. Thank you. Please send Brian Adams my way. Going wild there. I only want Brian Adams to go crazy. With her rendition of Everything I Do, I Do It For You. All right. So, just that verse, change up the lyrics, the verbs, and the nouns for your chance to win a pair of tickets to catch Brian Adams live in Singapore on the 13th of March at the Star Theatre. Now, don't forget, it's two pairs that are given out one in the morning, and then the next pair will be in the evening show with uh, Your Bro on the Go with Tim. All right. Happening all this week on 1FM 91.3. Get texting in. WhatsApp 88550913. You can either type out the change of lyrics or you can sing it for us in an audio note, all right? So get busy, 88550913. Time has come for us to give away those tickets to go catch Brian Adams live in Singapore. Yes. Let's head to the phone lines. Hello. Hi, good morning, Irene. Hello. I love the sneaky love. Yeah, it's Carol and Lavinia <laughs> from 1FM. We got your entry for the Brian Adams contest. Would you mind singing it for us? Your new version of the song, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Please do. You mean now? Yes. <laughs> Definitely now. It's now or never, lady. Yeah, I'll give you a try. I'll okay. give you a try. Good. Anytime you're ready, go. I'll chop the table for you. I'll buy for you. The best could be for you. Yeah, I'll kill for you. Oh, very good. <laughs> wow, Irene. 
and I love the lyrics, huh? Very original, very Singaporean. Very localized. Really I think thumbs up. Brian Adams should definitely change the lyrics to this version. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get him to sing on stage. Exactly. Irene, congrats. We're rewarding you with a pair of tickets. For you to catch Brian Adams performing live at the Star Theatre. And uh, this is for his uh, latest album that he's releasing. So happy it hurts. You will be so happy. I don't think it will hurt, but you will have a great time. This is taking place on the 13th of March. And congratulations to you, Irene. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia. FM 91.3. So, Lewis Capaldi, you might be familiar with him. He is a 26-year-old Scottish singer, songwriter, known for his hit song, Someone You Loved. And he has a condition called Tourette's Syndrome. I did not know that. Yeah, wow. it involves involuntary repetitive movements like the jerking of the head, shrugging of the shoulders, unwanted sounds, both of which are known as tics. Now, during a concert in Germany on Tuesday, his Tourette's Syndrome appeared to start affecting him while he was performing Someone oh. You Loved for a packed crowd in Frankfurt and in some fan captured footage from the show you can see actually he's struggling with the tics as he sings but you know what his fans did they all jumped in and started singing along to complete the song here's an audio clip that beautiful the crowd all collectively singing completing the song for him I don't know if you were able to catch that cough he did into the mic yes I did is that when the Tourette's was kind of like about to happen yeah exactly so he had to stand off mic for a little while to recompose himself and he says the worst thing about it is it can happen when he gets excited when he's stressed when he's happy he gets it it happens all the time some days it's more painful than others oh dear me I didn't realise he was you know uh, going through this because he's very composed and he performs really well in live concerts Mm. He does. So I'm newly inspired by Louis Capaldi. Well done. One part brightness, two parts wit, three parts fun, and oh, heavy dose of laughter. <laughs> the Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3.